Welcome to the Low Expectations Podcast. I'm your host, Ty. You can find me on Twitter at Tweetless21. Yes, that account is followed by Aaron Jones, a.k.a. the best running back in the league. And today, we are going to talk about contracts. Contracts in the NFL. Um, This idea to talk about this is coming from the fact that Melvin Gordon and especially Ezekiel Elliott are holding out. I think both those situations, but again, especially the Zeke situation, raises some interesting questions about just value in the NFL, NFL contracts, who has leverage, um, all kinds of things like that. So we're going to get really into the weeds on this one um, and just kind of have a conversation about where contracts in the NFL is at, where they could possibly go in the future, stuff like that. Um, and we will get back to the division previews this week. Uh, had some scheduling, um, kind of scheduling conflicts where we couldn't get the NFC West preview recorded, but that should be coming here shortly. Um, but yeah, so let's just dive right in. So Ezekiel Elliott, let's just go head first into that one. Um, Ezekiel Elliott is holding out for a new, new deal. Ezekiel Elliott has two years left on his current deal. Um, and this is a situation where it's so crazy how I see both sides. I, I really just think both sides have a really good case here. So let's go kind of side by side what each case is for each side. Let's start with Zeke. So Zeke, again, two years left on a rookie deal. Um, is definitely undoubtedly underpaid. Um, so he should want more money in that sense. He's underpaid, but he has two years left on his deal. Um, and it's interesting. Zeke is trying to do what n- no one before Todd Gurley, that's a non-quarterback, but you got to factor that in, non-quarterback that no one has done other than Todd Gurley and that's get a massive market-setting deal with two years left on a deal. That's That was unprecedented until Todd Gurley did it, and Zeke's trying to pull it off, and then some, because Zeke wants more than what Gurley got, because he wants to reset the market. Now, all these guys want to be the highest-paid player at each position. Um, so for this season, Zeke's base salary is almost $4 million. Um Basically is with bonuses $4 million. His cap hit is $7 million. So I think we all can sit here and agree and see Zeke's side where it's like, yeah, man, I'm underpaid. I see myself as the best running back in the league. And hey, maybe rightfully so. I guess it just depends on your preference. But he's definitely in the conversation. And I deserve more money. And I want my money. And if you're not going to give me what I think I'm worth, what the market now says because of the girly deal that I'm worth, I'm staying in, I'm staying in, uh, I'm staying in Mexico the whole season. I'm not playing. That's what he says. That's what, that's what's being leaked out there. And I get it because Zeke's a running back. Um, he's 24. Um, he feels like, and like I said, can't stress that enough. Rightfully so. I deserve a pay, pay raise. Um, now Dallas, and so, yeah, like on one hand, it's like, yeah, Zeke, go for it. You absolutely do deserve a, deserve more money. Um, you're a great player. We all know what you bring to the table. 
go for it, man. Try and get this money and try and do what Todd Gurley had done and what no non-quarterback has done before you. Um, before Gurley. So, yeah, definitely see that side of it. And then if you flip to the Dallas side, I see that side too because if I'm Dallas and Zeke comes to me with two years left on his deal and even after 2020, even when he's a free agent in 2021, we can franchise him. So we basically have him for three more years. I'm And Zeke comes to me again with two years left on the deal and says, I want a market-setting deal. I want more than what Todd Gurley just got. And I want it two years before my deal's up. I'm laughing. I'm laughing because, because look... Zeke, if I'm Dallas again, this is now from Dallas's point of view. I'm laughing because it's just like you have two years left. Even if we don't extend you the full two years, guess what? We can just franchise you the next year. And that's exactly what we do. Um, so if I'm Dallas, I just call his bluff. I call his bluff, say, you know what, Zeke? If that's really your asking price and you're not coming down off that asking price, Enjoy your season off, man, and we'll talk about the extension a year before you're up. Because if I'm Dallas, just because the Rams made a mistake, and to get in on, we'll get in on the Gurley thing here in a minute. But guys, this isn't a secret. When team, when when the Gurley deal was signed, other teams were like, that really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Just, I mean, again, this isn't even source. This is just reading from sources. This is second and third hand things. It's like. He's like teams were absolutely dumbfounded by the girly deal. They're like, why'd you do it? It doesn't make sense. And this isn't hindsight. You know, this isn't hindsight. This is right now. This was right then in that moment. It's like, man, I get he's amazing, but that still doesn't make a lot of sense. He has two years left. You can franchise him. He's at, and this is the important part. He's at a position that the NFL just does not value anymore. It doesn't value it. They, they just do not value it. Um, and so I just say, call it, like call your bluff. Call Zeke's bluff. Say, you know what, Zeke? Go for it. If you want to sit out one year, a full year, if you want to do what Le'Veon Bell did, um, even though we've seen how that backfired on Le'Veon Bell, and that stuff's pretty straightforward. Like his agent just flat out misread what was happening. Um, so... Like, if you truly want to do that after we just saw it go up in flames for Le'Veon Bell, because even then when he hit the open market, there wasn't much of a market for him because they hadn't seen him play in a year. Um, even though he still ended up getting a pretty good contract for a running back, it wasn't that record-setting market deal. Because just because one team messed up, that doesn't mean that now all of a sudden other teams should say, well, that's the new market. No, that should just be like, that's one team's mistake. We can't go off that. We still have to find fair value for us if you're the team. Um, and 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 back to the running back thing, look, <laughs> there's, there's just not many running backs that are going, or any, really, any. We see it time and time again that running back is such a plug-and-play position. You look at the Steelers' offense last year, it was still a very good offense, even though Le'Veon Bell missed the whole season, and James Conner came in, and he produced. 
like on pure numbers he produced. Now I do think that Pittsburgh missed Le'Veon Bell then more than they would lead on and more than it seemed just looking at Connor stats because James Connor played so well. I think they did miss Le'Veon Bell um, more than, than it seems. Um, but again, it's just like that was still DVOA wise. That was still a high ranked offense. So they couldn't have missed him that much. Right. Um, and, and you just see time and time again, uh, yeah, Pittsburgh was um, sixth. Pittsburgh picks Pittsburgh was sixth in offensive DVOA, man. So like they were still a top 10 offense last year and Le'Veon Bell didn't play it down for them. Now I think Zeke Zeke's very important to the Dallas offense, very important to the Dallas offense. Um, just looking up some Dallas stuff right now, their DVOA offensively, offensively Dallas was Jesus 24th, 24th in offensive DVOA. So that, I mean, they need Zeke. If they, they do need Zeke, but it's just like, they don't need him. It's, it's like, okay, we can find guys that maybe don't produce everything that Zeke does, but they cost less and we can spend elsewhere. Like it's not that big of a drop out drop off. Cause it's a running back. We see it everywhere. We still believe in our old line. Like I'm just saying they could think this. Um, and ultimately I don't know what's going to happen with the Zeke contract, but I don't think Dallas is going to cave. I think Dallas is going to wait this out as long as it takes. I mean, the only way I can see Dallas caving is if, and it's a point that's been brought up, um, but if Jerry, if Jerry Jones is like, you know what, I don't have many years left as like being a hands-on owner. I mean, God knows how old Jerry Jones is. I guess I could look it up, but, um, I don't have many years left as a hands-on owner. I want to be able to win the Super Bowl while still, you know, able to, he's 76, 76 guys, 76. Like, so he probably wants to win it now. Like, obviously, he wants to win it now. He's in full win-now mode. So maybe that's Zeke's only leverage is, hey, now this is going to get dark here for a second, but it's just, hey, man, I, I still help our team win. I don't give a, I don't care what you say about value and this and that. You know I help, you know that um, I help us win. I know I help us win. We all know I help us win. And we have a better shot to win the Super Bowl if I'm on the team which I think is true. Um, and you don't have any years left. Like you might have to go that deep and that dark of a play, that type of card to even find any leverage for Zeke because it, he just doesn't have any, I don't want to like go over this again and just be repetitive, but two years left on the deal can franchise him for the third. Like if I'm Dallas and this is, he's like, my, my asking price is not moving. I deal with it. And I say, okay, um, enjoy Kaba or wherever you're going to be because we are not going to make the same mistake the Rams did at this position, especially when we're dealing with the contract extension with Dak. And this is interesting because Zeke, arguably the best running back in the league, arguably the best running back in the league, there is no scenario where you argue Dak Prescott is at the best at his position. Um, 
but he plays quarterback. He plays quarterback. And any quarterback, any young quarterback that you have success with, just go through them, guys. Any quarterback, any young quarterback you you that let's say this, any young quarterback that's like plays in playoff games, they get that second, they get that big second deal. And um maybe there's a lot of team security there and there's a lot of ways out, but just go through the guys. They get they get that second deal. They they just do, man. Like there's no there's no way around it. Let's just go through the names. Um They just get the deal. I mean, they, they, just all of them, like every guy. If he's had any relative success and team winning, he gets the deal. Russell Wilson, that was obvious. Um, guys, Ryan Tannehill got the big second deal. Colin Kaepernick got the second deal. Now, there was a lot of team security for both those guys, but they got the second deal. Um, you just – let me see. But you just, if you have success at a quarterback position, even if you're very flawed, and I think Dak is very flawed, I think Dak is between the the 13th and 17th, you know, in the teens area for um, for quarterbacks. But still, he plays quarterback. They've been to the playoffs twice with him in three years. There is no scenario where Dak doesn't get his money. There's not. Um, and I think Zeke gets his money too eventually, but it's just not as sure of a thing, you know, um, because he plays at a position that is not valued. Like, guys, even Andy Dalton got a big raise in money. Like, you go through these quarterbacks, they all get it, man. Like, and that's another window we can go into real quick. Um, and I'm sure we'll circle back to the, Deke, the Zeke thing. Um, but Rookie quarterback salary. Um, this has been well discussed and went over. Kevin Clark has been big on this for a while. Uh, everyone, I, I just feel like this is now common knowledge that a good quarterback, Jimmy, uh, another guy that just popped in my head, so I'll say real, real fast, Jimmy Garoppolo, he played five good games, and that, that ma 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 massive contract still came. Like if you're a quarterback and you show really any promise, that you're getting that second deal, and it's going to be a big pay raise. Um, but but a, a good quarterback, a, a rookie quarterback or a young quarterback on the deal that they're on is the biggest bargain you can have in professional sports. It, it is. I mean, you just see it time and time again. Teams just are able to build such solid rosters because their quarterback position is shored up, and they – and they can spend money elsewhere because their quarterback is making such little money comparative to the rest of the quarterback market and what a quarterback of their caliber should be making. You saw it last year with Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs almost make the Super Bowl. He's on a rookie deal. Um, they're able to spend money elsewhere and continue to spend money elsewhere until they have to pay him. And all these teams understand that. They understand that, like, okay, we have this guy on this deal. Let's put the most loaded, stacked team we can around him. Um, because we're so set and have such a good value at the most important position. Uh, obviously, this kind of started with Russell Wilson um, and that loaded Seattle team where it's just like our quarterback is making $300,000 or whatever, and we're able to spend so much money elsewhere, take risks elsewhere, because we have Russell Wilson as quarterback. We're set, and he's making nothing, nothing compared to other guys. Um, so you have them, the Niners with Kaepernick, 
Um, the Bears with Trubisky, you're seeing it right now. That's why they're they have such solid, they have such a solid roster around him is because they've been able to to spend money while he's on a rookie deal. Um, the Eagles with Wentz, they're probably the best example outside of Seattle. They won a Super Bowl um, with him on a rookie deal, and they won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles um, because of how good that roster was. Um, that's why they were able to stay afloat when he went down. Uh, so, like, it's just, like, that's the thing that you need right now. Um, so, it's such a big deal to have that guy. And then you you go, you go look at teams that have just squandered that opportunity, in my opinion. And teams that have just, like, totally, um, totally have, yeah, squandered it. That's the best word I can describe. Dallas is one of them. Dallas had that amazing season where they had they went 13 and three and then they lost the divisional round um, to Green Bay, but they still had a good season and they could have just been this awesome team for this five because usually it's like a four or five year run, right? before you have to transition into a different thing where, okay, now our quarterback's making top market value. How do we build that way? Seattle's learning that now. Green Bay's been dealing with that for a while. Um, that's why Brady's been the biggest discount in sports is because he takes less money and you can fill out the roster the rest of the way. Um, the Lions are dealing with it. They never really figured this. I mean, they had solid teams, but um, – the Falcons are dealing with it where now all of a sudden you don't have that guy in a rookie deal. And now, uh, you got to hit on draft picks. You got to be careful with your money. A big free agent signing that does that goes wrong. Can, can, um, can ruin kind of, uh, handcuff you in a certain situation. Uh, so, and teams that have squandered it back to that Dallas is one of them. Because they could have went out and they could have spent, you know, before the window closed. And they really didn't. They really didn't. And they have a ton of cap space. I want to say they they were set to have almost $100 million in cap space here soon. Um, but guess what? Dak's coming up. Amari's coming up. Zeke's up. Like, all, they got to pay all these guys top of the market value. And I'm just not sure you can. Um, and still have a great team around them. So Dallas is definitely a team. But I just think kind of screwed it up. Um, the Eagles are the perfect example of doing it the right way. Other teams, that, like the Jets, the Jets are being aggressive with Darnold on a rookie deal, and that's nice. Um, the Browns with Baker have done it really, really well. Uh, I mean, I think most teams get it now, but Dallas is the team. Like, you spend that much on Jason Witten. Like, Jason Witten sucks, man. Like, get that bum out of my face. Um, where it's just like you had such a nice window to create this really good roster and make a few runs before your quarterback's top of the market value, and you just you really don't do it. You have you have the one year, and then the next year you miss the playoffs. And last year, I mean, I thought they were they were a playoff team. But they were a clear drop below New Orleans, and even though they beat the Saints, but they were a clear tier below the Saints and the Rams. Um. So they kind of messed it up. I'm forgetting teams, other teams that messed it up. Oh, the other team that I wanted to say that just kind of really messed it up, and it's frustrating because I love the quarterback. I, I like him a lot more than Dak. Um, 
and that's the Texans. The Texans continue to throw out just a god-awful offensive line. I almost think I didn't go in the AFC South preview. I didn't go in-depth enough about how bad their offensive line is. They just like completely ignored it for the millionth straight year. Um, and now Deshaun's going to be running for his life again. And it's just like you could have – now they have a lot of stars, and I talked about that, how they're going to have to – they've had to pay them and – um, all that, but I just think they've done a very poor job building around Deshaun, especially in the interior offensive line. Uh, so that's a team like the Bengals did it when Dalton was on a small deal. Like you talk, you look at that 2015 team, it was loaded. So teams do really understand this now. Um, and it's just still such an advantage that and if you miss that window and you're you don't not even win a super bowl because it takes so much luck and breaks to win a super bowl but if you don't even contend for one like which i think dallas was a true contender in 16 but i don't think they were last year obviously they weren't in 17 so and now all these deals are up and it's like man you guys kind of miss your window here um even though i think dallas is going to be a good team next year um like, it's not that contending window. I don't think their contending window is closed at all. Like, let me make that clear. I think they can contend this year. But their window to build a championship contender with really good players on just unbelievably valuable deals. Um, and they've missed that window. So that's tough. Um, but, yeah, back to the Zeke thing for a few minutes, and then we'll talk a little about Melvin, and we'll get out of here. Uh I just see both sides, but again, if I'm Dallas, I'm I'm not giving in. I'm not giving in. I just think that, yes, the Rams messed up the whole market with the Gurley deal, which I'm telling you guys, like, I mean, ask around. Like, teams were like, man, that doesn't make really any sense at all, and it's so surprising coming from a team like the Rams who, you know, seem to be this innovative team with this genius head coach, and they do everything the right way. And things like that, and it's like, man, you give, you give a, that contract to a running back, like what? When you didn't have to, like it, it, it was, it was so surprising coming from them, um, that I just, it, it just, it dumbfounded a lot of teams around the league. Like I feel very comfortable saying that, um, and so, if I'm Dallas, I'm just like, my stance is fairly simple. It's we get that the Rams did that, but we're not going to make a, a mistake just because they did. And we know how good you are. We know what you bring to the table. We want you here. And they've said, we are willing to pay you. We are willing to pay you. But we are not going to give you that more than Gurley because that deal just still to this day, and this isn't even hindsight. Again, I just want to stress that point. This isn't even hindsight. Like right when the deal happened and Gurley went off, to, especially the start of the year, went off, to, had a monster start. Teams were still saying like that deal still doesn't make a lot of sense. And then now with the debacle in the Super Bowl getting and really just not, not even doing anything in the Super Bowl and the NFC championship game. And now there's arthritis in the knee. Like now it's even more like, geez, that that's, that's a bad contract. Like, I don't think this is hyperbole. That's one of the worst contracts in NFL history. You set the market when you didn't have to at a position that is just frankly not 
value anymore. It's just not. Um, that's why the Giants pick and Saquon at two will forever be dumb. The Gurley contract will forever be dumb. And it almost doesn't matter what these guys produce. And they're both great players, special players. Um, I think Saquon can be a special, special player one day. But still, it's just because of the position they play, they're never going to warrant that level of investment. Um they're just not. It's the same thing. I never would have picked Zeke four. I just wouldn't have. Because time and time again, you see the Patriots winning the Super Bowl. I mean, the Patriots, I guess, shouldn't be an example. They're an outlier. But they win the Super Bowl with these ragtag running. Like James White's good and Deion Lewis was good. But, like, they're not investing heavily in them. But then again, like, it's so weird because then the Patriots threw a huge run in this, wrench in this and drafted Sony Michelle in the first round. But still, like... I think that was a heat check. That was like a Belichick heat check. He's like, let's see what I can do. The whole league's going this way. Let me take a running back first and win the Super Bowl anyway, <laughs> you know, type thing. But but I'm telling you, man, you can win. A, I mean, we just see it. The Packers won the Super Bowl in their lead running back before the playoffs. In the playoffs, it was James Starks, and Starks had that great Philly game. But Starks really didn't do a whole lot in other two in other three games and didn't do anything in the Super Bowl. Like, they ran the ball like seven times. Um, so, like, you have that. You have just go throughout the list um, where it's just teams don't need a high priced running back to win the Super Bowl. They just don't, man. And um, it's 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 going to be interesting to see how this plays out because, again, I see it from Zeke's side too. Like, you know what, man? No, I deserve my money. I'm a running back. I have a I have a short. I have a short shelf life in this league. I know um, what it what it takes. I, I mean, I know like what I'm worth, and I know that if I play this year, I'm gonna put another three hundred or like I mean more hits than that. But how many ever hits more on my body and I, and maybe I don't want to do that and I'm going to wait for my money. And in a year we'll get the extension done and I'll sit out a full year. Like maybe that's Zeke's plan. But again, and I, I get it. I do get it because he is worth more money. And Dallas has said they'll pay him more. They just don't want to set the market. So, and then again, but again, and I'll stress it again. If I'm Dallas, I just say, you know what, Zeke, you know what? We appreciate it, man. We, we want you here. We want you playing. There's no doubt about that. But there's just no way that type of deal is happening. If you want to get up, if you want to rate, if you want to get your annual salary raised, raised and you want a pay increase, we got you. We'll discuss that. But the record setting, the record setting contract, the market setting contract more than Gurley, like he's asking, is just not happening. Because the Rams deal was crazy at the time. It looks even worse now. It's one of the worst deals in NFL history. And we are not making that same mistake. Especially when we got to pay our quarterback. And we want to pay Cooper. And we got players on defense that we got to pay. So, <laughs> there's just, especially with Dallas, there's so many moving parts. That it's just like, it's really almost, unless Jerry Jones just steps in and like, you know what, we need Zeke. I want to win the Super Bowl now give him whatever we need him here. I just don't see how Zeke gets that deal. And I don't see how Dallas would, would defend giving him that deal because that'd be even as great as he is. That'd be a terrible deal. 
I mean, it just would for that position that we've been over. So, yeah, I just kind of wanted to get my thoughts down on running back value, contracts in the NFL. Um, And it'll be interesting. Like, if they – like, it'll be interesting if Zeke wins. Like, if Zeke stares down Jerry Jones and the Cowboys and he gets his money. Like, that might be, then it might become, oh, shit. Like, maybe NFL players start being like, we have a lot more power than we thought because we saw what Antonio Brown did. We saw what Todd Gurley did. And is and we saw what Khalil Mack get traded and and then get his deal. And then we saw Zeke do it. Like, that could maybe change. Now, all of a sudden, guys are like, we have a lot of power. We We can control where we go more than we think. And maybe they start to think like NBA players that way. Who knows? Like, so this is a super fascinating thing. And the Rams thing is so interesting, though. And I'll end on that. It's just like, because I'm telling you, and I think this is the third or fourth time I said it, but people around the league were just like, man, what? That that just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like, why would they do that? Like, <laughs> it just didn't make a lot of sense then. And it makes even less sense now. But this really isn't a hindsight thing. It was bad at the time. That was a that was just like they did what for how much like so and that really changed a lot of things because then maybe if because that happened right before the season um, around this time maybe if Gurley doesn't get that maybe Lev Bell is like you know I'll play I'll play on the tag and I'll hit the open market like maybe that but then maybe Lev Bell saw that and was like oh man huh. I deserve my money. Um, and I'm not playing unless I get my money. Now, I don't know. I don't know if they had any effect on each other. Like, really, if you look at the Lev Bell stuff, it's it's fairly straightforward. It's just like, you know what? They misread it. The agent especially. Everyone thought that he was going to play week one. He didn't want. He wasn't going to do training camp and preseason, but he was going to play week one, and then he'll, he'd be gone the next season. Um and then I just think they thought, I think they totally misread it because they knew they weren't, he wasn't going to get tagged again because that then became the quarterback price tag for franchise tag. So obviously they weren't going to do that. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, it's interesting. If, if Zeke, I want Zeke to get his money, like I said, but if I'm Dallas, I just don't give in. I just don't because... That's a contract, especially when you have so many guys, so many. Uh, I don't want to call Zach, Dak a star because, again, Dak's flawed. He's very flawed as a quarterback. He's like in the teams, rankings wise, um, in my opinion. But he plays a much, much more value position where teams are just frightened to be left with nothing. Um, they are terrified to be left with nothing in that position. Whereas running back, you can find someone on the practice squad, squad like, and go run for. 85 yards on Sunday, you know? So um, it's it, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Um, but that's it for another episode of the Low Expectations Podcast. I've been your host, Ty. I thank you for listening. If you guys can just, you know, send in questions. We'll, we'll talk NBA, NFL, MLB, college, random questions, like pop culture, anything. Send in questions if you have it, if you want to have a question uh, read on the show and if you want to be on the show with me just get at me i'm at tweetless21 on twitter um 
and we'll get you on. We, we want as many guests and as much content as we can. We're inching closer to the season. If you can just please rate and review just short time, uh, it really, really helps out. Like you'd be surprised. Like you don't even realize how much it helps out until you start doing something like this. So if you guys could do that, that would be amazing. We appreciate you listening as always. And until next time, peace.